0: I'm Chris Hartwig. I'm with Chicago Teachers Union. I work at Belding Elementary, and I'm a special ed teacher. And I'm also the union delegate. Hi, my name is marnita Hayes.
1: I work at Belding School, and I'm a seeker at belt at Belding also. And I am a, a dedicate of Local
0: 73,
1: right. SEIU. Correct? That's it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> voice is gone. Yes. And why is your voice gone today? My voice is gone today because we're striking right now, and we uh, we striking for a fair contract. Um, good jobs and for for our, for our schools in our neighborhoods
2: could you tell me what what are the main what are the main things you're fighting for in this contract well, I mean what is the main reason that you you felt that uh, teachers and the sports staff had to walk out I mean obviously you must you feel very strongly about this tell me what's pushing you to be out here and, and why you're
1: losing your voice and why you're out here fighting so hard we fight for for a fair contract um, local 73 We haven't had a a, a contract for three years. So we fight for our contract, so we get us a fair contract. How about
0: you? So the Chicago (laughs) Teachers Union has been very clear, I think, from um, we started negotiating over a year ago. Um, We waited out the mayoral election. Um, We've waited out a lot of things with the city of Chicago. um, When they had no money and they asked us to take, uh, make a sacrifice for the city, we did that in times of need. Um, We have a new mayor. Um, we gave her time, like she asked, to, to kind of get her legs as the mayor and then start negotiating in good faith. We really um, felt strongly that she would make good on her campaign promises to us, uh, especially with getting some TIF money into the Chicago Public Schools, uh, making sure that class sizes were reasonable, uh, making sure that teachers had a fair contract. Um, she campaigned on all of these platforms, and I, for one, supported her with my vote and now we're at a point um, a year has gone by we're um, at a standstill right now and we're really talking a lot about um, class size for our students you know i sit in a class with 37 kids in it Um, it's not the best learning environment for students and that's really what we want to provide our city we love our city we love our students we love our staff we want to make sure that we are all in the best possible environment And then we're also you know it's really important that we also talk about um, pay and benefits and time to prepare Um, teaching is an altruistic profession everyone assumes that at the same time um, we've been really reasonable about giving our time to our students in our schools Um, So now it's time to really, like, put these things in writing. Let's talk about reducing the class size. Let's talk about pay and benefits for our members. Let's talk about getting our PSRPs above the poverty level. Um, Let's talk about... For our listeners, what's a PSRP? Those are our teaching assistants who we rely on. So there are our special ed classroom assistants, um, like Ms. Hayes, and those support all our special ed students. And then we have our PSRPs, and those people are, like, the backbone of our schools. Lots of those people are living below the poverty level. Uh, their children are getting free lunch. Um, so what would be an average salary for a PSRP? So I think like, go um, ahead, Ms. Hayes. Yeah. The
1: average salary, I want to say for them, but well, it's hard though because some, they work in the cafeteria, is very low. Okay. And some of them, when we go to our meetings, they have two jobs. They have families, so they can't support it, but just working with the board, so they have to have two jobs. Some, some of them have three jobs, so we're supporting to make, make it better for them.
0: And I know the Chicago Teachers Union is supporting, especially our PSRPs, a lot of them are college educated. Some of them have master's degrees. They're looking to um, give them some um, some recognition for that by giving them some increases in like having some lanes for PSRPs so that they can earn a higher salary as well. Um, we're all in this together, and we all need to come together, really. I mean i'm born and raised in chicago i love my city i this is 28 years working for the school system in chicago and in the state of illinois i'm proud to be a teacher i want to continue being proud i hope that mayor lightfoot um, comes to the table with something reasonable i hope she stops with uh the negative press i hope she just really just buckles down let's get this contract done let's get our kids back in school yeah, I see. you said you've been teaching for 28 years?
2: Yeah. Uh, I can tell the pride that people have here, and I think you see that with quite a few professions, but teachers in particular, uh, people who work in schools, say it, it isn't just a job, it becomes part of who you are. I was talking to someone earlier today who said, you know, once you're a teacher, and if you stop being a teacher, you, you just you, it's in your bones, you can't get it out of you. It's, it's just part of
0: who you are, and I, I can feel that today. Yeah, at Belding here, we're really lucky. Uh, our neighborhood is really uh, just a wonderful mix of all um, different types of people. We have you know, people with high socioeconomic situations. We have undocumented families. Um, we have teachers who are new to the profession. We have teachers like me who have been in here for 28 years. We have people in the middle. Uh, we are united in our love for our students and in our responsibility to provide them with the best learning situation. If we can get our contract settled, if we can kind of give on both sides of the table, I think we can do it. I'm really confident that we can. Um, and, yes, Belding is a great place to be.
2: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> do you have yes, anything yes, else yes. to add now that you've regained a little bit of your
1: voice? No, not really. I'm just, uh, like I say. I'm just proud to be out here with the, um, with the teachers, and we're striking to, for a fair contract and for our schools to be better have you class been sizes to be much reasonable
2: All right so you're saying you've had a class you have a class of 37 students right now is that in some of our, some of the kids
1: second grade we have 30 kids 31 kids in the classroom
2: i remember when i was a teacher uh i had a class a class of 38 kids and i'm scrounging for enough chairs and enough desks and it was it, just having enough resources to seat everyone, and it was a very and once everyone gets in there with their backpacks and their their bat and all their gear, it's it's hard to walk around your classroom and let alone uh, give it the attention that all the kids need and the differentiation to take care of the different learning styles. It's it's a definitely a challenge.
0: Um. It's a challenge, and it's also um, something that our members do on a daily basis with um, finesse and grace and dedication. Um, I went to school in the 80s where 35 kids in the classroom was the norm. And I think when I talk to you know friends and family who are in kind of my same generation, they're like, what's the big deal that there's 35 kids in a class? And I keep um, trying to reiterate, like... There's a difference in education now. We're we're moving to a knowledge-based economy. We're moving away from a skill-based economy. So we have to prepare our learners to enter the workforce go to higher education. Um, We need to give time to that. It needs to start from pre-K. It can't just be that we reduce class sizes in middle school. You know, we need to be giving that kind of attention uh, to prepare our children to be uh, learners, lifelong learners, and to to get um, competitive jobs and to support their families and feel valuable parts of the community. Can I ask you, you both are union reps here. Were you around for the
2: 2012 teacher strike? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: So can you can
2: you tell me what what does it feel like 2012 versus 2019? What feels the same? What feels different? Where we obviously have a very different mayor, but unfortunately you're on the picket line again. Um, Obviously, some people had better higher hopes for Mayor Lightfoot than with Rahm Emanuel. Um, Tell me what it feels like from 2012 to
1: 2019. For me, this is because I really wasn't into it like I was, but now that I've been in the board for so many years. And I'm supporting, supporting the school, supporting my staff, supporting the teachers. It's much different for me. It's more exciting to me. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: So you, you feel that there's more of a sense of community and
0: solidarity yes. then?
1: Yes, yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I do
0: so um interestingly enough in the 2012 tr- strike i was an assistant principal i had just uh, switched roles the day the first day of the 2012 strike so i sat on the other side of the strike um but i showed up at nord park and supported my teachers um and they felt strongly as we have since 2012 we need to put our students first uh we need to make sure that everyone that's at the table needs are being met That's students that's community that's teachers um so not so much has changed in that respect. Um, yeah. Here we are.
1: Yeah.
2: Speaking of, do you, do teachers generally feel that um, the administration in your building is supportive of this fight? They
0: are. Do oh, you absolutely. They are. Um, yes. So um, our principal, both uh, Principal Yudsi and Prince, Assistant Principal Cohen, uh, have been very supportive in our strike. They've been very um Communicative, We've had a really good back and forth with them. Also, I'd like to say, like, as problems arise, like they normally do in a school building, um, we have such great leadership that we're able to meet, discuss, and, like, we're able to solve that at the building level with a little give and take. So Lightfoot, CTU, let's solve that with a little give and take. You know, if we're able to do it in small scale, we can do it on the large scale. All right. Thank you so yeah. much.